Congratulations on making your way to Chess World. Here, nothing is off limits. Now get ready for some of the most ridiculous conversation out there because the Chess World podcast is kicking off right now. Yeah, man, we'll talk about whatever you want to. Awesome. So first of all, I just want to start off. I want to know the background. I want to know how did you realize that something, you know, something isn't 100% right? How did you realize, all right, maybe it's time to go uh, get something get something checked out and things are not going the way they should be right now? Yeah, so, you know, I had a chest surgery as a kid uh, called pes- pectus escabotum, where they actually broke my ribs. So they sleep. My, my sternum was low to my chest, being a tall, thin guy. It's something that happens a lot with tall, thin people. They, you know, flipped my sternum itself, and then they broke all my ribs and reformed my entire chest. Uh, wow. Not something that I really ever talked about before this, but it, it it's one of those things that it happens. Um, right, right. So I had that repaired as a kid, and, you know, ever since then, I want to say maybe from, like, age 12 on, I've always met once a year the cardiologist just because I had a leaky valve just to kind of keep track of what's going on. Something that, you know, probably... 50 percent of america deals with it's it's nothing nothing crazy um i was i guess in november or late october i was uh in north carolina um my nonprofit. uh we do research with nc state so we actually go up there and catch gators in north carolina which is yeah. one of the furthest north populations of alligators it's pretty cool stuff nice um so we were up there working and i noticed while i was up there I'm like man I'm running in slow motion, like something ain't right. I'm getting tired. I'm having to take breaks, which ain't me. I'm a freaking hummingbird, man. I'm I'm used to just going nonstop oh, and yeah. never having to really slow down. And I couldn't catch my breath. Um, I felt my heart kind of doing some flip flops and some weird stuff. And I went, oh, okay. Well, when I get back home, I need to figure this out. So actually, while I was up there, I called my cardiologist and said, hey, I need to get in and see you guys as soon as possible. Something something ain't right i don't know what it is though so you know i go in there and the uh, doctor did a couple procedures and then i had to end up going for a uh procedure at the hospital where they knock you out and put a a tube down your throat and kind of look at your heart that way and after mm-hmm. looking at it he said um yeah frank it's uh it's time and i said it's time for what doc he goes it's time for you to uh have that that valve repaired or replaced i'm not sure they can repair it or not um, you being a tall, thin guy, it's going to require quite a bit more expertise. So you got to be really careful finding the right doctor. A lot of doctors aren't going to want to do it, which I, you know, I found out pretty quickly thereafter. Um, there were not many doctors that wanted a whole lot to do with it. Um, I reached out to my friend Dina Bayer, uh, who's a re- medical reporter for WGN. One of the many people up there I co- become friends with. And, you know, she gave me some names of some doctors that she had done reports on before. And I reached out to them, and, you know, they all said, you know, I'm sorry, we can't help you, but we'll try to help you find someone. And it ended up coming up with this uh, fella at Shands uh, in Gainesville for the University of Florida, which ironically is where I had my chest surgery as a kid. And I go up and meet with a guy, and he said, well, it's uh, his name is George Arnatakis. There's a couple stories out there on him now, too, about this. Yeah, but, I'm sure. Um, 
He goes, well, it's, you know, it's risky. You know, he's like, I've done a couple of procedures like this before. Uh, yeah, he's like, I, you know, I think I can do it. Um, he's like, I don't want to lie to you. There's a lot of things that can go wrong. Of course. Um, he goes, it is a, it's a risky procedure, but you know, I, I feel confident in what I do. Um, I, I can't tell you I can a hundred percent make it happen, but I think, I think I can. Wow. I said, well, that's better than all other doctors saying that, dude, I, yeah, we can't help you. There's you know, nothing we can do to help you. Um, it's yeah, I had too much scar tissue in my chest from the old surgery. They were worried about opening me up. So, um, ended up doing that in March, uh, went up there, I think it was March the 10th. So what, almost six months ago, um, and went into surgery, uh, surgery was successful, uh, when they took the intubation tube out, which is, you know, the throat tube they put down your throat to breathe for you. Uh, -huh. uh when they pulled that out after surgery, it didn't, for whatever reason, my lungs didn't kind of wake back up. So they had to reintubate me again. Um, went through, that was pretty fun to wake up with a tube down your throat and, uh, you know, have to have that ripped out later on. That was a good time, but wow. they had to cardiovert me a couple of times too, to get my heart back in rhythm, which is a, a very common thing when they do these procedures. Um, they put these big drainage tubes in your chest and, uh, sorry, barky dog. It's all right. <laughs> the, F, the FedEx truck dared to go by. Oh, um, yeah. so yeah, they, yeah, they put these big drainage tubes in your chest that you're like a, I don't know, probably an inch around. Every time they pulled one of those, they would you could feel it go by your heart, and it would kind of make your heart go into a bad rhythm. Wow. So they'd you know come in and stick some pads on you and shock the fire out of you and put your heart back in rhythm. Super exciting. I would not recommend it, but super exciting. I'm being a little sarcastic. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it all you know everything went good. I was in the hospital for a couple of weeks, uh, which they were you know talking to them. They were expecting me to be there for a month or more. Uh, I'm sure you've had family or maybe even yourself deal with hospital stays. You don't get better staying in the hospital. All right. You get better yeah. getting out of the hospital and going and, and freaking recovering on your own and back at, back at home. You know? Oh, trust me. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, I got out of there as quick as I could, um, <laughs> which a couple of weeks was long enough. I uh, got home and, you know, I had to relearn how to walk and pretty much do everything. There was a time where I could barely make it from room to room and then, I kept pushing it a little bit more each day. Next thing I know, I was walking down the street and back and walking the block. And then, you know, I'm over to the point now where I'm pretty much doing whatever I want to. You know, I didn't uh -huh. realize what I was missing. Um, it, you know, I feel better than I even felt when I was a kid. It's, I, I didn't know that I was missing that kind of, that kind of horsepower and that kind of energy. It, and it's so bizarre because they told me I wouldn't tell a difference for a year. And like I said, I'm, I'm six months out. I feel flipping amazing. Went to Belize a couple of weeks ago, spent a week down there catching crocodiles. I mean, I feel like the good Lord's given me a whole nother opportunity on life. And nice. uh, it explains to me why I was sent to Chicago in the first place, you know, to have those connections, to be able to make all this happen. Right. And if that's not heavy enough, uh, I didn't have health insurance. Uh -huh. So I got a bill, you know, the bill for the bill for that surgery was more than seven hundred thousand uh, dollars the people in chicago and my friends down here raised enough money uh through a gofundme right to allow yeah me to settle with them right. and settle that bill i mean i don't owe anybody a dime right so talk to me a little bit more about the gofundme because i remember i was um i was probably getting ready for school when this when the gofundme was going around and i had the news on and i saw i saw your face pop up on the screen i was like oh my gosh what's what's going on with alligator rob um because of course this was after our 
first time we talked, so I knew who you were. Uh, I saw you on there. I saw the GoFundMe page. Uh, so talk to me a little. Who set that up for you? And just t- tell me a little bit about that. Uh, yeah, actually, a buddy of mine down here uh, with local law enforcement. He's a he's a sheriff's officer. His name is Brian uh, Brian Jones. He's he set that up for me, and kind of you know pushed it out to the media up there in Chicago, and right. they they jumped all over it. You know, it was just which is amazing. Yeah, you, know, you don't hear stuff like that in the news very often. Um, it's just like I said before, I mean, I, I don't know how you believe on things, but the way I believe, you know, everything kind of has a purpose and a reason. And it, you know, like I, I can't even put into words the way I've been blessed by the city of Chicago and the people that live there and my friends down here and my family. Uh, it's just, it, it all came together. You know, I, I didn't expect it to. Um, I had no expect expectations. I figured maybe it'd make a, you know, a few hundred bucks or maybe a couple thousand if I got lucky. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. I, I thought I'd be paying on that bill for the rest of my life. You know, I'm like, well, okay, I'll pay 10, 20 bucks a month for the rest of my life and we'll see where it goes. But there's no way I'd ever be able to, if it wasn't for everything happening in Chicago, the way it happened, I would have never had, I would have never been able to fund the doctor and I would have never been able to pay for this procedure. Right. I mean, it's, it's pretty heavy stuff, you know? Oh yeah. It's, you know, in my opinion, that's the good Lord kind of putting things in motion for you. Yeah, I think another thing like this is also good things happen to good people is is what I think of when when you tell your story. So I agree with uh, you that you came down to, to believe that I deserve this more than anybody more than somebody else. You know, I, I just I don't know. I, I uh, it's it's just it's very heavy. It's a very emotional thing for me, which is I mean it is what it is. Of course. Uh, but yeah, it just I feel overwhelmingly blessed and. As you know, um, the way I've always been, uh, man, if there's a way for me to pass my blessings on to somebody else, I'm going to do it every single time. And it's, it's very hard for me to go on those, you know, those stations during all that and, and tell them, Hey, this is what's going on. And yeah, I need some help because that's just, that's not me, man. You know, I'm used to helping people and, uh, you know, like I said, passing the blessings that have been given to me on it's, uh, it was a very challenging thing to say hey you know i i need help um i don't know how i'm gonna do this you know i'm for sure praying a lot about it i I don't know what how it's gonna go or how how it's gonna happen but you know first off i hope i'm still alive afterwards um and then i'll worry about that when i get there i guess right right during this time uh how did you try to stay positive during this time was it the gofundme from your friends all the support from chicago or what what was going through your mind that was making you stay positive? Because I know you're a positive guy, like you said, you're a hummingbird. Um, so what was what was like that for you? Um, a lot of praying, you know, a lot of focusing my time and my energy on on a, a better relationship with God. Uh, a, a lot of uh, people from all over the country, and uh, you know, again, my my family and friends, which I have, man. If I can tell you anything, as a as a student going into college right now, you know your second your right. second year. Yeah. Surround yourself with good, positive people, man. Um, it gonna get me crying. It uh, it makes life so much easier on you, and they'll you know they'll they'll do anything for you. And, and you know if you it's it's just amazing. Uh, I, I'm blessed with a I'm blessed and surrounded by a circle of people that 
is is the best in the world. I mean, I truly believe that. Wow. So you said right now you feel good. You did have to relearn how to walk again. So how was the recovery process? And are you back? Are you doing? You said you're doing what you're doing now. So you're back. You're back with the crocodiles. You're back with the alligators. Doing everything you were doing. Well, I haven't went back to. You know, I, I can't lift more than 30 pounds for a year because, um, I mean, literally they had to split my sternum in half. Right. So I'm wired back together right now. I got It takes a year to heal. I got to take my time on things. I have to keep reminding myself, hey, cut it out. Don't do that. Slow down. So I'm not I'm not back to really doing alligator work uh, per se. Um, I went down there to Belize and did some crocodile work, but uh, I pretty much, you know, have them pull the animal on the bank and then catch it for them. I wasn't really doing any pulling or lifting or, you know, I'd call the animal over to us and we'd catch it and go to there, go from that point. But, uh, the, uh, crocodiles love the vocalizations too. It's pretty neat, but, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not back to doing the heavy lifting and stuff yet. I'm, I'm doing a lot of biodiversity research through my nonprofit. Um, Sure, I got more about that on the website if you want to check it out. You can go to alligatorrob.com or ears.org. Sweet, I'm going to write that down. Yeah, sweet. That's uh, E-E-A-R-S-S.org or Alligator Rob, you know, Rob with two Bs. But um, either one of them will get you there and kind of tell you what we've been up to. And Yeah, yeah. I, I, I even did a video log of the whole thing down there in Belize. It's pretty epic. Awesome, sweet. It was nice to stay out of prison. Yeah. <laughs> There's a couple sketchy situations. I I won't ruin it for you in case you want to watch it. <laughs> That's funny. I will definitely check that out. That is awesome. And it's I, I am feeling great though. I mean, truly, perfect. Truly feeling feeling wonderful. Oh, I'm so happy I should for be that. at this time, and I was a couple of months ago. But recovery you were asking about was brutal, man. Um, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. Uh, it's pretty much starting from zero, and building yourself back up. Like I said, I mean, there were. I think when I got home from the hospital, I probably spent a week on the couch, not being able to get up. And then, you know, my my dad stayed with me part of the time. My brother stayed with me another part of the time because I, you know, I you, I couldn't lean up to get uh, off the couch or out of bed. Um, could never really find a way to be comfortable because you your core, man. It's just uh, and they cut your core like that. It's uh, yeah. You use right. your just like your back. You use it for everything. And you don't really realize how much you use it for until you can't use it. But yeah, it probably took me about a month or so until I could actually even get out of bed on my own. And that was after getting home. Um, so yeah, I mean, I had family that stayed with me and really helped me helped me get better, you know. But I just it was a matter of this really sucks, and I got to push myself a little bit further and a little bit harder every day, as much as you don't want to, because you, you just man, you have nothing. Your gas tank is empty, and you gotta you gotta build your own gas tank back up. Of course, of course. Obviously, this is a very emotional story um, for everyone listening, and especially for you having to actually go through it. Uh, so finally, there's been a lot of important messages in this interview that we've had so far. So, what final message would you pass on to everybody or kids in college that are in the same position as me, or just any anything around that? Yeah, well, first off, you know, as a college graduate myself, I uh, I know how heavy that can be, can be and uh, how discouraging it can be if you let it. Um, you know, like I was telling you, surround yourself with people that are focused on the same thing, uh, people that are serious about what they're doing, and that actually give a darn about you. Um, 
you know, for me, I, I don't, I believe all this is, you know, perfectly God's hand at work. Uh, people believe how they want to believe, and that's perfectly fine. Uh, I, I don't push anything like that on anybody. But I, I don't think I'd be here today without the good Lord on my side. 